I honestly think that you should turn it off. You know, this is the second time you did this before. Yeah, because I think that you can't have your attention in two places. Just because you can't. I didn't say I couldn't. So, but I know that it's going to be a distraction. You're you going to be watching the fight and trying to engage in conversation. And I just think that to be respectful, uh-huh. you should turn the game off. First of all, it's not the game. The fight. Yes. And Oh! <laughs> Look at God. Look at God. This is what happens when you bootleg it. Okay. So we are recording. Oh, we are? We are. Okay, cool. Um, how are you today? Uh, doing much better, you know. I told you earlier, I had a mental breakdown, and then I saw my therapist, and I'm okay. Do you have, a like, a legit therapist? Yeah. Okay, so you just, did you just, like, book an appointment with her? Mm-mm. I have scheduled appointments. I go every four weeks. So you were scheduled to see her today yeah. anyway? Yeah, correct. <laughs> but you know, you know what's the craziest thing about it is I was scheduled to see her last week, right? And I changed it because I went to DR. And then as I was driving there, I realized, like, during the make the, after the mental breakdown, and I'm going there, I was like, damn, this is the perfect time to have her because this is when I needed it. And it's, it's weird how it fell in place at the right moment without even knowing. Is your therapist appointed or you sought her out? I sought her out. Uh, so me and my daughter, we go to therapy. Okay. And then um, I get a therapy. I get a therapist from the VA, from the military. Right. That's what I was. gave up on me. They gave up on you. She ain't never called me back. Oh, wow. So, so you just started seeing the one that you see with your daughter separately? Well, I asked her if she was able to separate the father me versus and me, right? And then, oh, so then she's like, Yeah, she can do it. And obviously, that's her job, so or career. So then I said, Okay, I'll give you a try and I'll see how it goes. And then, um, the first one went pretty well. Can so, you step into the mic a little uh, bit? So the first one, if the first session, like the trial session, went pretty well. So then now we go. So my daughter go, my daughter goes every three weeks, and then I go every four weeks. And then, if you don't mind me asking, you don't have to tell me. Oh, you come on, you know I'm gonna. Tell what you. made you and your daughter want to go to therapy? Well, Do you guys have t- like um, sessions together? So like we're we're working on that. Like we have like sessions sometimes together, and then sometimes it's just her because you know when you're young. You have all these emotions and you don't understand those emotions. And then sometimes a lot of people or a lot of parents don't realize like when they go through like a divorce or a separation and depending on how you separated, the emotions that you have towards that partner passes on to the child. Mm -hmm. But the child doesn't even know why. So then the child dislikes that parent, but doesn't know why they dislike that parent, but they dislike that parent. So like for me. I hated my dad for years because I thought he abandoned me. And then when my sister found me on Facebook, like, 15 years later, and then I got in a good relationship with her, then eventually meeting my father, and then just hearing the stories, and it was just like, damn, my mom took me away from my father. Yeah, I think you've mentioned that on this pod before. Right? But then it's just like, I was harboring hate for somebody who didn't even hate me, who loved me. Um, I want to get more into that. Mm-hmm. However, I just want to introduce the pod. Mm-hmm. So welcome to the This Is 30 podcast. I'm your host, Jernique. Happy Monday. I think it's March 20th. Um, so it might be almost the first day of spring, right? 
or the first day of spring is the 21st i don't know seasons um but yeah happy spring to all you beautiful people and thank you for listening you guys can hear the voice and we almost got really deep early on um <laughs> y'all could hear ricardo is here what's up ricardo a a a mr international mr Hashtag aka mr international passport boys ricky chan schizo the creator not passport boys come on well you know what? i don't even like a passport man I like Passport Boys better. It has a better ring to it. Yeah, it does. Than Passport Man. Yeah. Passport Men. No, no, no. Passport Boys. Um, that sounds Doesn't actually like disgusting, is? though. How? I don't know. There's like a connotation that I can sense there. Passport Boys. Because essentially, everybody has a passport, right? A lot of people have passports. In our circle. Mm. Come on. Mm-hmm. Why are you a passport boy? What are you doing with that passport boy? <laughs> Getting them stamps. <laughs> anyway. Find, trying to find love in different countries. Exactly. You outsourcing. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yes. I, I outsourcing remember. dick. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so. I think my therapist, I showed her this podcast. She's like, oh, I'm going to listen to it. I played the fuck, fuck these horses. Oh, okay. She's was, like, I'm definitely going to listen to it. I was like, oh, shit. Is your therapist white or black? Black. Oh, okay. That's cool. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I I'm happy that you're here, and Shout we have out to a Mrs. lot. Sorry, Mrs. Keenan White, that's my therapist. Everybody okay. looking for a good therapist. Oh, nice. Um, yeah, but shout out to the fact that you're here. I hope we can have a good conversation. Um, I already feel some irritation, but we'll get to that. Okay. But I do want to continue the conversation you were having about therapy. Mm-hmm. Um, and you were talking about your dad, mm. and you said that your dad didn't really abandon you. Uh, he, you were taken from him. Mm. So I have a question. It seems like later on in life, when you found out some more details, you offered a lot of grace to your father because you were harboring a lot of hate. Right. Um, because you assumed something that was incorrect. Right. However, do you think that he still had a responsibility to not just um, lose? Like to not just... If you say that your mom took you away, mm. essentially, mm-hmm. as a father, what do you think his role should have been in making sure that that wasn't definite and final? Well, you know, the hardest thing that I'm starting to realize is people's mindsets are always different. Mm-hmm. But then also, too, it depends on the generation. Okay. Right? So... I don't know what type of information you know he had um when it came to the court system i didn't know like his upbringing itself also too so i really can't judge because i was just young you know what i mean yeah so because i wonder now like imagine a woman trying to take any of your children's mothers trying to take your kids away oh, from you. I court, though. Exactly. Because I can and read. Like, you said um, that, too. But I just, like, even if you couldn't read, the, I think that love is innate. Like, it's a it's a feeling. Right. That, and I know resources matter. But if you are privy to certain information, mm-hmm. what is going to stop you from be, popping up and being like, bro, I want to see my kid. Right, you know, and then when I'm saying I can read, it's not like my dad couldn't read. I know what you mean. Okay, but I just want to say it out for everybody. It's just like what I'm saying is just like I had the opportunity to read statues off my cell phone. So I'm studying statues, you know. There's this 50 Cent uh, TV show called For Life, 
and it's this guy. I love that show. Right? I hate that it was canceled. Oh, really? Canceled after the second season. Oh, I didn't know it was canceled. Yeah. I thought it was just done. Mm-mm. Oh, fuck. But anyways, right? So somebody who had their life taken away and stuff like that went to jail and became a lawyer in jail. It's just yeah. crazy, right? So obviously his level of dedication was higher than most people, right? So when it came to my father and dealing with my mother, I didn't know his, like, his level of dedication. And then just me dealing with my mother as my mother... I wouldn't even want to deal with that. So then imagine having to deal with that as like your partner, you know, like there's been stories to where like my mother beat up my stepmother at a grocery store while she was pregnant with my sister. Like who wants to deal with that? Mm-hmm. Or I remember a situation where my mom cussed this lady out at Burger King because she didn't want to cut, cut the Whopper in half. <laughs> For me and my cousin in the back seat, you know, so, like who wants to deal with somebody like that? I'm not to laugh <laughs> it's so okay, bad, but it's okay. So then you have to think about like what fathers have to go through, and it's just now we're in this generation where it's switching, so we're, we're starting to understand that sometimes it's not the father; it's really the mother. But back then, it was always the mother who would get the custody. Mm-hmm. Okay, I just think that what I've learned, my parents also divorced and. I, I, there are some areas where I agree with you, where more so in the lane of, I think that two people take accountability for a divorce. Mm -hmm. And I do, I don't, I don't know. I know that sounds messed up because sometimes there can be something really serious going on that one person is more to blame for than the other. However, I still think that to get to a like a real healing place, both parties have to take some type of accountability on what they did to contribute to the demise of the relationship. However, I think that and I have a strained relationship with my dad and I've had one on and off for Mm -hmm. most of my life. Mm -hmm. But we're we're when we're good, we're good. Right. And when we're not good, we're not good. And even Dylan, like you said, with my mom. Um, I don't give him, I don't excuse his behavior. You feel what I'm mm-hmm, saying? Mm-hmm. You paying attention? Yes. I'm I don't excuse you. his behavior. Mm-hmm. I understand what some of his frustrations might have been, mm-hmm. but I don't excuse his behavior. And I also don't excuse his absence because I feel like if you are able minded to do XYZ, you are. If you want to enough, you are also able to do ABC. And it's just a matter of will and want and what is priority to you. What what you're willing to fight for. What you're what you want to fight for. I'm not telling you what you got to fight for, mm-hmm. but I know me as a child, I still yearn for my dad's fight now. Right. And I don't care if it was, I, I know it wasn't difficult for him. I, I'm not saying I'm not saying that it wasn't difficult for him, but I'm saying I know that there were no serious boundaries that were placed to barricade him from being in my life. How do you know? Because I just know oh, but, I, 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 what I'm saying. Because I know. Because I know, and I have enough proof and enough. Uh, okay, okay. enough memorance to know that there were not barricades put in i'm not saying it wasn't difficult for him mm-hmm. he might have been going through his own stuff right. and coming in that space might not have been well for him right. but i still think that he should have fought harder and even today 
at 34 years old. I think that he should fight harder to be in his children's life. So no, I don't think so. To child's life. And I, that's just me. I don't think so. Because, you know, I think because right now you're just speaking from a child, uh, a child's sense where like, you know, your father. I'm an adult and, right now. Well. Well, what I'm saying from a child's sense of wanting your father. I'm like, an adult even, and I still even, want my even, dad. Even so, uh, to me, it's still from a child's sense, right? When you look at it from a parent's sense, right? That's when it becomes difficult. So, like, when you have kids, but then you don't get along with Every your parent. Every parent was once a child, too. So, it doesn't, it, that doesn't, that doesn't absolve me for being, from being able to, like, because I'm not a parent or I'm not looking at it through parents' eyes doesn't mean that I'm acknowledging his faults. I'm acknowledging not even his faults. I'm acknowledging some of the hardships he might have had to experience. You, I don't think they overweigh. I don't think. And this is not for my father. Uh -huh. This is how I feel for almost every human being on earth. Okay. I don't think that anything should get in the way of you being in your child's life. Nah, because some women to put you in jail. So for me, yeah, as a parent, okay, I will as go, a parent. I'm not a parent. If oh. I were a parent, okay, and speaking from a parent's point of view, uh -huh. that would be the thing uh -huh. that would have to keep me away from my well. My guess child. what? If I was a millionaire, I would solve world hunger. But guess what? I'm not. Yeah, but you you like to go all the way left, right? But I, I'm talking I about left. I go from I'm zero to one hundred. We talking about jail is a and it is an extreme. Some an niggas, extreme. some niggas will not even take step five to do what they need to do to be in their kid's You're life. About to get so, you know, you could lose your passport for not paying child support. I am, I'm aware. Of, we're not talking about child support, though. But wait, we're but, talking about being in your kid's lives. But, you know, it's just like what, what, what I'm trying to tell you, though, I'm is not talking about child support. And, and I get that part. But women can put you on child support. But what does that have to do with being in your child's because life? Because now let me tell you something. When you go on child support, they will take money from you. And, and, and if you buy like, let's say, for example, you buy clothes for them. It's considered gifts, but they'll still take money from you. So then now imagine having to pay double for your child. What does that have to do with you being in your child's life? I am not. My argument is mm. not to OK the specifics of who, what type of child support, how much I'm saying. I'm talking about being in your I child's guess frustration, life. anger. That's what it has to deal with it. So you believe that frustration over potentially something like child support should keep a parent out of their kid's life. A parent should be so pissed off about child support yeah. that they say, I don't want to see my kid. Yeah. Because you know what? You've never been on child support. You don't know how it feels. That shit sucks. I was on child support for three months and I hated life. Ricardo, did you ever not want to see your kids because you were on child support? Yeah. I was pissed because I have to go drop. I have to go pick them up from that mother who's taking money from me. Who did you not want to see your kids or your their mother? The kids, but I have to talk to the mother to get to the kids. Okay, so what I'm asking you is, did child support ever make you feel like you did not want to be in your kids' lives? You could just say no. I know you don't want to no, no, answer no, my no, question. No, 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 I, but I can, I can, and I'm, I'm trying. So like, 
Because, like, okay, if you're saying because of child support, do I not want to see my kids? No, that's not the fact. Okay, then. Right? But it's not just that. But that is my point. Yeah, but... I don't think that there should be anything that puts somebody in a place where they don't want to see their kids. No, for sure. I didn't say not want to see their ex. Mm -hmm. I said their kids. But that comes along. It's like a BOGO. If... If you want to see your kid bad enough, I believe that you will try every resource, every alley possible until until you get to the point where you feel like it's complete. I done tried everything I could do. What is everything? And it's though? not work. Well, it, well, that's that's a matter of that's subjective. It, it is subjective. For sure. But you don't tell me nothing and try and make it seem like. It's everything. Correct. Also, too. But then, like, we're using nothing, everything. These are generalization words, right? And well, I'm just saying some niggas don't try. You're right. And some niggas don't try. You are 100% some right. Some niggas don't try. You are 100% Girl right. Girl says goodbye, and he ain't called. He ain't <laughs> sent a card. He ain't hit up the grandmother. He ain't done nothing. Right. And it's like, she took my kid. Nigga, go get your child. Yeah, but sometimes and it's hard. until she does some other dumb shit to you or another dumb shit shit or another dumb shit then you say you know what i exhausted all my opportunities but not she said bye and the niggas just waving yeah but he's like okay bye nah but it's never like that because there are some women who use the children as ammunition unfortunately or they use them as a weapon to get at them at the father unfortunately and it does happen you know and it sucks i believe that and it sucks i I believe that right so then it's just like all right i want to see my child but then you have to think about it is being with my child worth the bullshit that i'm gonna have to go through and absolutely I think, nah. well you why don't have not? a child That's why the, not what does nah, that mean nah. sometimes it's what a, does me not having a child you know why you don't I think understand that you can't even you the fact that you're arguing this is you strike me as a good dad oh i'm an so amazing dad i believe that about you yeah and i don't think you would ever have this problem because nobody because people know not to play with oh, good dads no, like that people know not to play with me Hear what I'm saying, though. No. I essentially think... I'm not saying that good dads don't get, uh, get put over. in some nonsense. As as life. You always telling me life is not exactly. fair. So you could be a good dad, bad dad, right. good mom, bad mom. Right. Who knows what situation right. you'll end up in. I think that good dads are less prone, maybe that's what I should say, to get played with. Because guess what? I feel like women who know that... You you could do whatever you want. Mm-hmm. Don't play with my kid. Now, if a man is on that type of time, I've I've met men like that, Ricardo. If a uh, man is on that type, don't you play with my kid. It's not don't play with my kid. Don't play with me. Let me tell you something. I I won custody one time and I fucked up and listened to her and took her back so that I didn't go through like to finish the work with the custody like to finish like the ending with the custody for the divorce and then we stayed married and stuff like that right but I'm the type of person if I tell you I'm gonna do something I'll do something so it's not don't play with my kids don't play with me I'm I think okay, I'm very, I think I'm, I think I'm very reasonable <laughs> right but I'll fuck your shit up like okay. so don't don't play with me I don't know how we got here I don't know but either. I think that oh, you father. mentioned your dad and yeah. I was just I just it, I got the sense that um, 
I like that you were able to recognize that it wasn't all your dad's fault right. for not being in his life. But yeah. I, I just wanted to know that did you also hold him accountable for also no. not being in your life? It's not my and, job to hold him accountable. Well, not I don't mean hold him accountable. Ricardo, you, why you are you so technical? Oh my no, god. Okay. Let me let me okay. make something clear. Okay. When I'm saying hold him accountable, yes, verbatimly. Yes, you you can't hold your dad accountable. So then don't say that. Okay. Let me rephrase Thank for you. Thank you. I think that he deserves a little slack for not being in your life, even huh? if your mom was difficult. I think, I think you said it wrong. He deserves a little slack. He doesn't deserve to be cut all uh, the slack uh, for completely. That was my whole point. I get you. I get you. That was that was that's why I asked you that question because I didn't know if like upon finding out your new truths, mm-hmm. you were he was just absolved of all responsibility or accountability. Mm-hmm. That's what I meant. You mm-hmm. can't hold him accountable. He got to hold himself accountable. But right. I just wanted to know if that all erased. Once you found out what you found out, it was it's like it didn't all erase, but then it was just like it was just hard like to build a relationship because I've already formed an idea mm-hmm. in my mind, right? So then after that, like when I met him, I only I was like mm, 27, 28, I can't even remember mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And then this thing would call me like every day and stuff like that. And I was just he's just like you call me, you know, uh, I don't know if you're African, right? Mm-hmm. If they give you like a like a nickname, like not from your real name. So like my name's Ricardo, but then they'll call me Tito though. Okay. Right. So then he would call me. He's like, Hey, Dodo, how are you? And stuff like that. Every day, just call, 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 like every single day. And I'm like, bro, the fuck you calling me for? I just saw you. But you he know? wants to build that and relationship. I get that part, yeah. but I've already formulated an idea of who you are in my mind. And now you're trying to change that. And then like two week, two months later, two or three months later, he dies. Right, and then that's just like, all right, cool. And then I go to his funeral and stuff like that. I wasn't even gonna go to his funeral. Um, my second ex-wife and my sir—I call him my surrogate dad, uh, Antonio. That's my surrogate dad. Mm-hmm. You know, he told me that I need to go because I was at work. And then I was telling him, I was like, yeah, uh, we were just talking. I was like, oh yeah, my dad died. He's just like, you going to the funeral? I was like, no, nah, I'm at work. He's like, dude. He was like, dude, go to the funeral. And I was like. For what? Like, like this like that t- not that type of bond, you know. But but I went and stuff like that, and I'm I'm glad I listened to him and my second ex wife. And I guess it's like I don't know closure because then like I seen the people who came, so then I can kind of see okay, I can see the similarities where my father was loved by many people. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So yeah, it was great okay. going and stuff like that. It was well, like a closure basically. That was an early deep dive. Really? No, for us. Really? Yeah, we're 22 minutes in. I think that's normal for us. Nah. That shit get hot in here. I'm coming in hot. Stop looking at the screen. I'm looking at the screen because you're looking at the screen. Don't worry about me. All right. So I have been very inspired this week by a lot of conversations that I've been watching, hearing, seeing. And the first thing I want to ask you is how happy are you on a scale of one to 10? When you ask that, are we talking about right now? Are we talking about this month? This right. Year? This second, how happy are you on a scale of one to ten? Whatever comes to your mind. Six and a half. Okay. You? I would say I'm about a seven. Oh, damn. Are you just saying that to beat me? 
No. <laughs> <laughs> you see, your problem is you think everything's a competition. It is a competition. It's not a competition. It is a competition. And I'm not trying to beat you on your level of happiness. I had seven in my mind even when I knew I was going to ask you this question. Because uh, uh, I wanted I, to say eight, but then like I thought about like my relationships and stuff like that and what I went through today. So I was like, ah, six and a half. I'm not brought it down. Yeah, I'm about a seven. Um, what? What? Why are you at a seven? I feel like Not, I've been really blessed okay. in this current season. And this season has not been easy. Like I've been stressed a little bit about a few things and I've had a lot of like downs, like mm. lows, mm. but I've been really blessed. And I think that the Lord is like making a way for me when it comes to certain areas. And I really, the reason I say seven, that's almost like a force because I'm trying to like bask in the good instead of always focusing on what is the negative negative what is easy to focus on the negative because it's 99 percent of your thought exactly so i think that i'm good you know i had a good saturday i was productive i didn't do everything i should have did but i think i'm in a good place you know i've accepted some truths in my life and i'm just trying to move forward you heard yeah on a daily basis and what's you you're at a six and a half and then you told me you had a crappy day today or yesterday i'm a crappy day that shit was a horrible day today oh horrible it was a it was a horrible day what triggered you uh like to push it over the edge whatever so like like, when i went to my therapist and i told her i was like i was like hey we're going in we're, we're coming in dark we're going dark and so she's like okay i'm ready and i told her like you know I'm at a 10 because when I'm at like a that 9. That means how upset you are. Yeah. When okay. I'm at a 9, I'm, it's manageable. Uh-huh. She's like, really? And I was like, yeah, 1 through 9 is manageable. It's when I get to 10. But then sometimes you could be at 9 and the smallest thing will bring you over. So like I was stressed out from work and then school because like I'm almost finishing school. So like I'm in the core classes. What are you getting? Uh, and associates and because i already have my bachelor's degree in the military program that i'm using it only um it only allows you to go to school for one year so you have a bachelor's in what marketing okay and then so you're getting the one, your associates in network system administration so okay. normally it takes two years but most of the transfer credits so then i only do one year so then i can make it okay and it's network system administration i want to be like a desktop and support okay or um a network administrator like something like that or even like cyber security specialist where they do like uh i guess like they set up like security protocols and stuff like that so like i'm in the core classes right now so this shit is hard as fuck and so just doing that i just started i'm like in week three so just started that um at work working at the college it's like the new semester starts so then it's just like there's a lot of students and then just hearing all the excuses of why they can't pay their tuition and stuff like that or school's too expensive so that was a lot so then i have a lot of tasks then my situation also too at with the landlord (laughs) (laughs) i think g gave that name so the situation with the landlord and then so like that put me like at a nine because we had like a not an argument or debate whatever Mm -hmm. but what pushed me at the 10 was i was doing my homework and i got an email and the email just said um somebody forgot to close on friday so it's okay i did the closing reports and i'm it was you yeah 
I'm very hard on myself when it comes to work. Like I value my work ethic. Close so the, what? Like like the closing reports. So okay. Like when we have to close like the cashier and stuff like that, and mm-hmm. then when payments were processed. So because I I forgot to do it, and I'm thinking to myself, did I forget? Because I could have swore I did. And like with the PTSD, my memory is very foggy. So I'm extremely hard on myself. So like that pushed me to a ten. That little email pushed me to a ten. Like I and I wanted to respond to it, but I remember to apologize. Yeah, to apologize. But then my boss was like, "Ricardo, you're off work. You don't have to respond to emails." Your therapist I, or your boss? My boss. Oh, okay. At work, because I always like even like when I'm on vacation, I respond to my work emails. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Ricardo, you're off of work. I was like, "Yeah, but it's I get paid salary, so I'm technically I'm twenty four seven. Sure. That's how I look at it. Your your contract doesn't have like hours of operation in it. I mean, yeah, but your okay. salary. So so then you're not twenty four hours of seven. You're yeah, contracted it, to work your contractual hours. Right, but if I could work my contractual hours, or if I work more, I get paid the same. Ricardo, you are not you things like this. You are a mental manipulator. Ooh, and it is not cool. it is not cool because i feel like i could tell you i'm eating rice and Um, you could be like are you really eating rice or is that white paper or is it quinoa that's what it's called okay um (laughs) (laughs) but like you are really uh like that's it's like what is your problem i don't know like you like really you look like a therapist now, right? Fucking no. Are you diagnosing me? <laughs> I'm actually writing potential uh, episode titles as we write so that my editing process can be a little okay. uh, lower. I'm not lower, shorter. Okay. But yeah, like this is my issue with you. It's like, I'm. what did I just say to you? And you just you had to I'm argue a- with me? Before I called you a mental manipulator. Oh, the contractual hours. No. Oh, they your, before. your salary is based on whatever is in your contract. If you choose to work outside of those hours after already working inside of those hours, you are doing extra work. I don't care. You are actually reducing your salary. Well, I don't care. I okay, value my so work. So say that. I, but I, that's what I'm saying. So my but wor- say that. Okay. So I don't care. I value my Thank work you. ethic. And my boss was like, "You don't have to do it." I was but like, "But this I, is where we could have started if uh, you just said I don't care instead of trying to convince me that because you work salary, you're you're I, allowed to work 24 hours I, a day." I just gave you my explanation and my thought process. That's all I did. You, that's not what you did. You you, you said technically. I'm just saying, but it's te- technically, it's, but yeah, you're technically. Tw- you're 24 hours. No. no but technically you work you're not you're not paid hourly okay okay let us move on okay let us pray (laughs) (laughs) all right so you know what's something that has been getting on my nerves a lot lately Uh, it's mcdonald's i do not eat mcdonald's do you eat mcdonald's i fuck some mcdonald's i love mcdonald's the fries oh you know what i wanted to ask you what is the best fries fast food I would ask you around the world too, but I don't think you got enough stamps. So we'll just keep oh, it domestic for you. I, well, when I do go out of the country, I'm definitely not eating fries. So so then you don't know how to enjoy life. So, so no, because I'm eating lobster steak and the good things that life okay, has to offer. Shrimp, uh, things from the ocean. I'm not going to Bahamas to eat French fries. 
I mean, I'm sorry that you go out of the country and eat French fries, sir. Oh, well, I just want to let you know that the menus change when you go outside the country, and then there's different menu items. But I still don't walk. I stay on resorts, like you know what I'm saying. Like yeah. I, I, I top five. Nah, see that's your problem. I'm in there. I I'm know, not in the resorts. I know you I'm in, in the your hood. You in the streets. I'm so in the streets. I, I've, I've always they always say KFC is good in Jamaica or somewhere. Oh my my brother I, told me that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, ne- I'm never going to a KFC in Jamaica. I think you like, never experienced. That's I just your problem. probably anyway. Japan has fried shrimp, like the like a big ass fried shrimp at KFC. Oh really? It's yeah. fucking delicious. Okay, so okay, you asked ahead. me where fries domestically because you don't. You know. I will say. <laughs> <laughs> okay i will say checkers oh yeah focus on some checkers yeah checkers yeah, has the be- checkers is just never in the way checkers is always out the way so like <laughs> they're never like or you like it, i will cross 15 wendy's before i get to a checkers <laughs> i hate wendy's fries yeah i don't i, I they're soggy I'll, I'll eat wendy's fries but i don't necessarily care for them they're not my favorite. If I was eat McDonald's has good fries. Yeah, I don't does. I don't eat McDonald's, but my, McDonald's has good fries. Burger King has good fries too. But Yeah, their fries aren't bad either, but I don't eat Burger King anymore either. I just don't eat it. And I don't have anything against it. I just don't. Wendy's is literally right here. So I feel like if I I haven't had Wendy's in a little bit though. But um if I do have fast food, it's usually Wendy's. Um but checkers fries, I even bought them bad boys from the grocery oh, store. Yeah. And I fire. popped them in the air fryer. Yeah. Liddy. But what were you saying about McDonald's now? I feel like McDonald's panders to black people. And what it the irritates fuck? the hell out I of me. I know where you're going with this. So today, what was I watching? YouTube. Okay. Every two seconds on YouTube, mm-hmm. there's an ad. Mm-hmm. And the the crispy chicken sandwich is back. Oh, I thought mm-hmm. you were talking about the Cardi B and offset meal. No, no, no. The crispy chicken is back, but now it's called the McCrispy. And let me tell you how the commercial goes. It goes, real talk. Okay. (laughs) That's how it starts. Real talk. Uh, Real talk, y'all. Okay. The the, the crispy chicken sandwich should have been called the McCrispy sandwich from Jump. I'm loving it. Who is that for? It's for black people. It's for black people. But and I I literally remember the commercial with the guy dancing in the rain, the black guy dancing no. in the rain. Oh, my gosh. I can literally give you a plethora of McDonald's commercials that are so solely for black people. Well, let me tell you something, right? Wow. At the end of the day, it's marketing. And statistically, I want to say. Please don't even don't even bring your your crazy statistics here okay don't if you're going to stay statistically black people (laughs) please don't even start that shit because i will go on google and prove you wrong in two seconds do it you already know right hey don't statistically what black people eat more (laughs) (laughs) this is this is the problem this is exactly what they want you to believe. That's marketing. Oh my god! Niggas love chicken. Oh my god! Like look at Chick Fil A. Chick Fil A fire. It is right. So I really think statistically, I think or the stereotype is that that black people like chicken. So why not make the advertisement for black people? No, they make all their, um, they make all their, um, they make all their commercials mm-hmm. like i feel like a lot of mcdonald's commercialing is is pandered or if that's the right way to say it panders to I black don't even people. know what that word means 
like it means like um catered not necessarily cater but it's it's (sighs) you cater is not the right word it is like it is intentionally set to influence or get the get the black population get the the niggas get the niggas yes well they ain't getting me because i I don't like that chicken sandwich this shit is trash bro how you gonna compete with chick-fil-a so you looking it up you found it no no i think you found the answer because you're smiling (laughs) you don't want to say it no i didn't (laughs) (laughs) i think you found it just say it what's the numbers okay what's the number slim talk to me i need to make sure talk to me nice Oh, don't okay. talk to me twice. This doesn't have McDonald's. It I just has I didn't fast ask for McDonald's. food. That's just, what we're talking about. We're just talking about chicken. What? Why are we talking about chicken, Ricardo? Because McDonald's sells it. much more than chicken. Yeah, but their Big Mac don't have that commercial like that. All of McDonald's commercials are pandered to black people. Every last one. Oh. Well. I can show you a hundred when we're done. You ain't gonna show me a hundred, so. Okay, and then look, I'm reading this article. It says how fast food became black. Yeah, because of poverty. Yeah. Right? Because niggas come through the, you get that McDouble. Like, I ain't gonna lie. When I was younger, I used to fuck with uh, Wendy's and their junior bacon cheeseburger. It was like a dollar. When that shit jumped to a dollar 25, I was like, bro, that shit's expensive. (laughs) (laughs) You know? So, or like orange chicken. Niggas love orange chicken. I don't. I'll eat it sometimes, but I don't Um, love it. But Like from the Chinese people? No, Men Express. (laughs) Okay. Okay. I'm, I don't want to argue. I don't want to argue. We have to argue, huh? I think it makes it good for a show, you know. Okay, so okay. let's get into some juicy topics. Okay. Um, let's get it. So let's get it. Oh, Hello, the- <laughs> <laughs> let's get it. <laughs> Big one. Uh, you know, you know what's stuck in my head now is that song. Uh, you thought I was feeling you? Uh, I don't care. You late? I don't care. My favorite one is like I'm gonna text you something. I mean, text you something. I'm gonna tell you something. Okay. Oh, you can text me too. No, I'm gonna tell you something that I text. This is TMI, guys. So if okay. you're listening, but I just want to show the world that I'm such a funny nigga. So me and Pauline, we often talk about our bowel movements together. Okay. Like that's just something we don't mind talking about each Shout other. Shout out to Pearls. Yeah, shout out to Pearls. Whenever like I feel like we're having a good day. I don't mind talking about my bowel movements with anybody. I don't care either. But um when I'm having a good release day, which is normally every day, um, but w- there was one <laughs> there was one morning, I think it was like ten o'clock, mm-hmm. and I was like, I was I think I had text Pearlene, like I'm already on my third time, like out here in these streets, like yeah. going to the bathroom. And then I was like I text her and I said, me to me when I'm on my third bowel TMI movement. bowel oh. movement of the morning. Mm-hmm. And I was like, damn, she and her move. <laughs> That's not funny whatsoever. You don't know why it's funny. It's funny because it's an Ice Spice uh, song. You never heard that song? Like, damn, she and her move. <laughs> no. Anyway, well, if you guess. laughed, if you chuckled a little bit while you were listening, I don't think nobody send chuckled. me a little message. Nah, you should put this on a poll. Did they chuckle? It was funnier. Thumbs I'm going to find the text message so I could sh- uh, post it. No, thumbs I'm not, I'm not posting it. Let's be serious. Okay. Thumbs down. Okay. Okay. So friendship boundaries. Ooh, I like. This is what I want to talk about. If you mm-hmm. like someone, 
Okay. You do not let's let's give this scenario. Oh shit. You I do mean. not like you I mean you do not know this person. You meet them and upon meeting them it's like your mutual friends? Maybe you meet through mutual okay. friends or whatever. It sounds like you're coming at me. I'm not. Okay. So maybe you meet them through mutual friends. Uh-huh. And one person, it could be the guy or the girl. Okay. Somebody, I'm not coming for you. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, I promise. Okay. So somebody is attracted. <laughs> I know it's a, somebody is attracted to the other person. Okay. So let's say for fun, there's a girl and she's attracted to a guy. Okay. Okay. And maybe she expresses this attraction in some way, somehow. Okay. Whether it's through hints directly. Right. Through friends, right. whatever. To grabbing that meat. And the conclusion is set that the guy does not feel the same way. Okay. He is not, he does not want to pursue anything long-term. Okay. Not even long-term. He doesn't want to pursue anything. Okay. Whether it be you're not his type, he's not feeling you or whatever. Right. However, you guys still are able to develop a good friendship. Right. Some way, somehow. And you guys ease on down, ease on down the friendship road. Do you think that is an easy friendship to navigate? Well, I feel triggered right now. I don't know why. You know why. I don't know why. Ricardo, <laughs> I don't know why. So do you think that's an easy road to navigate? You know, I really, I, I think it really depends on the person and respecting the boundaries, right? So okay. uh, I've been in that situation, I guess, multiple times mm -hmm. and stuff like that. But you know me, I respect boundaries and stuff like that. And I think as long as you do things respectfully, I, I really don't see an issue with it, you know, because at the end of the day, that could turn out to be like a really good friend. Right. You know, but if you come up disrespectful, <clears throat> then I think then that's where it can go down south. So it just really depends on the person and I guess really understanding the boundaries. So if you're asking me, I think it's cool. Because okay. right, because you see somebody, of course, if they're attractive and you find that person attractive, you're gonna go for it or whatever. Send your little signs and stuff like that. Do so, you but, think that it could ever potentially bring issues? Because like, so for me, I like to. You like to look at things from several angles, yeah. right? I find that let's use years, right? Mm -hmm. Let's say the year is 2010. Uh huh. I meet a guy. He's a mutual friend. Mm. I decide I'm attracted to him, mm -hmm. but nothing happens. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we remain friends, mm -hmm. but nothing happens between mm -hmm. us mm -hmm. sexually, whatever. Mm -hmm. And we both kind of do our own dating thing. Right. Then let's say 2011, this guy meets a girl right. and he starts dating her. Right. And I'm introduced at some point in time okay. as a friend. Right. Do you think, one, it's essential for the girlfriend to know that I was once interested? No. Why? Because then that will cause complications between their relationship. Because then it'll always be like, maybe that's like a bench player. Right. Right. So, no. You, you so, know, it's just like introducing, we'll just switch it. Introducing the guys like, oh, this is my cousin. Yeah, that's horrible. Or this is my, like, my brother. Well, that, I don't, that. I think is we've moved past that in adulthood. No, I've been there before, like four years ago. But how long did you know the person? 
12 years. That's what I'm saying. So th- that's the reason why I'm saying we've moved past that because that's why I specifically say you met this girl in 2010 and then in 2011 you get a girlfriend yeah. because that can't be used. You mm-hmm. can't say this is my sister from another. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. There, there has been no longevity in you guys' friendship. You have a real friendship, but it's it's new. I don't think longevity matters. I think it's just the substance. Well, it matters if you're going to call the girl your sister. You can't call a girl you only known for a year your sister. Why not? I don't think people usually do that. I mean, people do a lot of weird things. So, I mean, whatever you want to call that other person. So, you don't think that, but you don't think that the man no. should disclose to his girlfriend that no. that girl was once no. interested? No, no, no. Okay, no. this is my next what do you, question. Well, what do you think? Because you're not, you're always asking me. I want to hear your thoughts. I think it's a tricky a place. So, but if you have to pick, I think he should tell her. You know why I think he should tell her because I think that, especially if the it's the guy, women women sense energy. Ah, yeah, okay. I'm a. I can. I don't give a fuck if she's been your friend for twelve years. <laughs> I, we can sense right. when somebody is feeling you. Right, 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 right. We can sense when there's a different desire. Even it doesn't matter how dormant that shit is. We could just sense that shit. Like, and whether it it could be nothing. It could be nothing. Like like I explained, nothing has ever happened. Mm-hmm. They've never talked. They've never had sex. Nothing. But I feel like when a woman senses something, I think sometimes it's good to know. Mm-hmm information not because we're gonna trip or we're gonna make it complicated because i personally think that that information will be helpful for a plethora of reasons one being i will know how to navigate in that space perhaps if i'm sensing something i won't i won't if i know that information i won't feel like i'm crazy and i can know you know what what I'm sensing is real, but there's nothing there. But mm. the attraction was there, so maybe that's the energy I am feeling. And thank God nothing happened. Because I also feel like you know, you just know when something didn't go. Like, yeah, but you then can you just could use that in the argument, though. And then when they do, like, oh, you're going to go hang out with your sister. No, but I think then, then you can, as you cultivate a relationship with your boyfriend or your girlfriend, you can cultivate boundaries on what is ex- what you're okay with and what you're not okay with. And it's like, all right, cool. Where you going? Who you about to go with? Or blah, blah, blah. Because it's some certain things that I feel like men play with. Like y'all play with certain areas because y'all can, yeah. but not because y'all need to. Like it, you're literally just creating more of a headache for you by playing in these dangerous friendship territories sometimes. Mm-hmm. And then I don't get me wrong, guys, all of you who are listening, I definitely feel like men and women can be friends. Yeah, I'm for not sure. one of those people. However, I'm your friend. Absolutely. But I don't think that at any point you and I have ever been attracted to each other. No. So that is what I'm but saying. But I'll still smash. Oh, my God. <laughs> anyway, what I'm, you would smash a rock, Ricardo. Let's be serious. Yeah. So uh, that isn't. Anyway, moving forward. <laughs> You're so annoying. <laughs> What I'm saying, okay. Damn, what was my point? I was yeah, just saying yeah, yeah. that I think men and women can be friends, but I do think that when something has been established as somebody is being 
attracted mm-hmm. to another person mm-hmm. like one thing i will say is like there's never been a guy who's liked me who i've kept in the tuck like close to me like we became friends even though well yeah I was, it, it depends the closeness depends i'm cool with people okay. that have liked me right i'm not gonna become like best friends with somebody that used to like me or somebody that was once attracted to me you know i like i really just think it's it just boils down to like communication and boundaries because you know i had a situation like that where there was this one girl who i liked and you know she was still out there messing with other people and i was messing with other people but then our boundaries were like sometimes like you know she needed me for like favors and stuff like that and we i well we i created like i don't want to say like a code word but like a phrase like for like for me i let her know like yo i got soft plans or hard plans so it's like she'll ask me like, hey what are you doing today i was like oh, i'm gonna go hang out with this girl and stuff like that and she'd be like that's is hard plans she'd be like hard plans or soft plans hard plans means i know i'm gonna smash soft plans means like yeah maybe maybe not and stuff like that so she's like is it hard or soft plans and i'd be like oh it's a soft plan she's like okay cool i need you for this and i'm like okay cool i'll slide because i would go to her first because i like her almost like loved her actually and when it's hard plans then she'd be like oh okay but i need you for this and even sometimes i would drop those hard plans for her but i think the boundaries maybe you will see this clearly if okay. i were to tell you give you a clear indication okay you have you said on this podcast that you like pearls no but now you just said it so are you okay with saying that well it's too late now <laughs> <laughs> i'm sorry big p yeah imagine if Perlene decided to cultivate a real friendship with you i think we have a friendship you, but it's you not- are mistaking the type of friendship i'm talking about you and Perlene are good associates i would say at least oh yeah when i say friend Uh i mean like you could call perlene talk to her Uh, maybe hang out with her here hey you want to grab i'm trying no you're you're trying no not 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 anymore now i'll let that go well we won't we won't get into that but that that is my point yeah i'll let that go my point is imagine if you had whatever you had tried whatever i thought was gonna happen whatever you thought Uh, and then all of a sudden, uh-huh. you guys become the bestest of friends. I think we could though. And but your attraction's never gonna go away. But still, but you know the thing with it is, even like she even told me about it, and I was like, it's cool. You know, I like. It but my thing is, Ricardo, doesn't boundaries. that put you in a jam when like? So what if one day, oh. you two years later, you guys become the best of friends? You're right. hanging out, right, right. Duh, 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 blah blah blah, and then two, you're in a relationship. Uh huh. Two years later, she's single, uh-huh. and she's like, "What's up? Hey, you missed your boat. Oh, you missed your ticket. Okay. Well, hey, that's good to you hear. Luck, you lucked out because right, right now she lucked out. That's good to hear. The boy locked okay. up because I feel passport, like boys. okay. And yeah. what if you're not in a relationship, and two years later she says what's up what's up i've been waiting hmm. put me in the game coach ea sports put me in the game <laughs> <laughs> put me in the game okay put but then the it's game. like did your attraction ever go anywhere you know i think for me i'm very specific with the women that i have an attraction to and i'm willing to give my all to you know so like i categorize women in my mind of who's worth it you know and i have three and pearls was one of them you know (laughs) (laughs) 
Yo, you will always be the wildest of niggas to me. You are a wild boy. Now I have three. <laughs> uh, mm, anyway, you know, continue. And, and they all three fail too. I think two people know who they are. Yeah, if they listen. Well, Pearls will be one, and the other person will probably know, or whoever knows me knows the other person. But it failed, but it's like, all right, cool. You know, I move on at the end of the day, you know? So it is what it is. And like I said, at the end of the day, I think it's just still respectful boundaries because I still respect their boundaries and stuff like that. So I have no ill will towards them. Okay. I feel like that conversation went a little left. Um, but at the but day, I know what boundaries. I'm asking. And I get you, but it's just boundaries. And I think it's just communication. Just I like, will also tell you mm. on a personal level, if for some reason I tried to talk to a guy mm. and he like low-key like, you know, rejected me. Uh-huh. He said, nah, I'm not really feeling that. I don't think I would never be able to like establish a friendship with him. Mm. Do you think that has to do with self-esteem? No, it just has to do with because one 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 thing about me is I don't just like any er, and everybody. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Mm-hmm. And then if I built up the courage to express right. that uh, admiration, and mm-hmm. then it didn't work, mm-hmm. I would be like, really, I would be like very. Um, this is my son. He just hey. wanted to say hi to me. He's sick. I know. Um, I would feel just I would I think I would feel I wouldn't feel like I want to. Um, aw. Yeah, you're sick. Oh, that's yeah. sweet. Does he call you all the time? Yeah. Oh my god. It's like a foreign exchange student. What? I think he don't speak English. He does. No, he does. He does, right? 20, Your son doesn't speak English. Speaks Japanese. But his mom speaks English. But she's Japanese. But does she speak English to him a little? Sometimes. Oh. Yeah. Your son doesn't speak English? 20%. Okay, so he speaks English. You can communicate with him? Barely. Really? Yeah. Aw, but he still loves you. Of course. Oh. Yeah. Are you going to teach him English? Uh, <clears throat> We're looking into that, probably putting like a, a foreign, like a English class or something like that. Or like she tries to talk to him in English and everything. And then, obviously, when I call, you know, he knows, like, the normal, like, the, I guess, like, the easy things. How are you doing? How was school? I'm good. Not what okay. does he call you? Daddy? Yeah. Oh, okay. I had to think about it, too. Yeah. Does he speak to his sisters? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. They have a good relationship. Oh, that's good. That. But back to the conversation. All I was saying is that if I tried to talk to a guy and I was rejected, I really don't think I would be able to establish a friendship with him. I really think that's just a self-esteem thing. I don't think it has anything to do with self-esteem. I think so. I think, it, you know, at the end of the day, you just have to know your worth, you know? So, like, since we, you already put up with the pros, thing, like, I know my worth and I know what I can bring to the table. Do you know your worth? I yeah, don't think sure. you have any sense of self-worth. What? It's wild. I know my worth. What is your worth? I mean, you know... I think that I'm adaptable. Is it uh, a passport? What the fuck does that mean? <laughs> is your worth in a passport? I don't get what that means. Like, my worth is not in a passport. Oh, I'm Mr. About, like, passport Boy is outsourcing dick. Yes, no. Now he doesn't know what I mean when no. I say, is your worth no, a passport? No, see, I'm talking about the worth in a relationship. Oh, oh, oh. okay. Oh. 
So, what does self worth have to do with anything you're talking about or anything I'm talking about? I want to do an impression too. Try. I can do several. What's that? (laughs) (laughs) But, anyways, what I'm saying, like, for my worth, you know, I think. um, You don't have any self worth, Ricardo. uh, I think I do. Uh, I think you don't. (laughs) I don't get what you think. I know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm yeah. not trying to get you to care. I'm just telling you. Because I don't care. Because I, yeah, I, I have high self esteem. I know. Like, you know, you ever you ever heard of the Maslow's, uh, Maslow's I hierarchy don't, of how needs? How about I don't care? Yeah, I know who you're talking about. The guy with the dog and the. What the? F- Maslow's and the. He didn't do that with the dog. Nigga, I said Maslow's hierarchy of needs. Yes, this is where he did the experiment with the dogs. I was just talking about the triangle. Huh. When will you learn that I'm smaller than you? Well, I don't care. I'm just kidding, but I'm. Anyways. But you're. This, this is what kills me okay. about you. Okay. This is why we keep getting. This is why we keep getting off track. Because when I'm right, you have a hard time telling me that I'm right. Because you don't know something so about I, what I'm talking about. So you, instead of saying, how can, right, I say, how can I say you're right if I don't know? But th- so then don't, so don't, so then don't dismiss me and ask I didn't me. Dis- you what, said with the dog. I'm you talking said, about the- what are you talking about? Yeah, that's what I said. I said Maslow's hierarchy of needs when he talks about like the triangle with physi- was it physio- physiologically needs. Um, I don't know, but at the top, this self-actualization at the top of the pyramid. And that's where I'm at. Like I know what I can bring to the table in a relationship. And you know Somebody somebody, somebody let help. me know that somebody Maslow, called I believe 911. in his I believe in his experiment to somebody create the hierarchy of needs. He did an experiment on, on dog? dogs. Oh well. The, and think, it was like um food. Um, food versus something else. But there's like sense of like there's like family yes, and belonging, and, and then, I learned this in psychology me class. Me too. So that's why I said. But I didn't know it was a dog. Maybe you went to a more <sighs> prestige school. All but right. Anyways, what I'm saying is, when it comes to a relationship, I already know what I can bring to the Maybe table. Maybe I'm wrong. Thank you. What a fucking dog what you said a dog you said maybe you're wrong yeah and but I, I think i'm right i think no. that there was an experiment done with dogs for, for maslow no, for sure for sure i mean with dogs experiment but i don't know about with maslow but what i'm saying is when it comes to the relationship like i know what i can bring to the table with the relationship and then like for example if i was able to get in a relationship with, with pearls i would already know that she's above my level so i would value that more right so i would go above and beyond for her and that's what i can bring to her can she get more better looking guys than me but of course and then then maybe you get played or whatever the case may be right because nowadays we're not virgins most of us right so then i look at it as somebody had you they're no longer there something is wrong with you that the other person couldn't deal with could Was i possibly could, could i ahead, possibly deal with that situation or not you know but then again also too i already know if you're above me and you let me in, I would have to deal with that situation because you're better than me. That's how I look at it as, if that makes any sense. No? I don't think that is... Um, oh, sorry. I Okay, so I am wrong. Let's go. Let's go. Um, this is... I was talking about Pavlov. Oh. Not Maslow, Pavlov. And okay. I just got the... It, it's called... Um, 
classical conditioning. I'm oh, sorry. Okay, and, okay, it makes sense. It makes and sense. And that's uh, so I apologize. Thank you. That I was confusing Ooh, I, the I'm two. I'm gonna love this podcast now, and this is. Yeah, the, I saw yes. that too. This is but what I'm I was. About. Um, it was classical conditioning that I was confusing it. I'm still smarter than you, though. Okay, I don't care. I know you don't care. I'm not telling you because I want you to care. Okay, but so why'd you say it? I'm saying it because I know it bothers you. It does it. It does me at bother all. you. Look at your face. Look at your body language. Look at your energy. <laughs> like squid work. <laughs> now, now you want to switch it up. I don't you, know. I, no, no, two minutes ago when I said I was smarter than Ricardo, he rolled his eyes and yeah, swerved okay, up his yeah, leg. He's okay. like, I don't care. I don't, I don't but, care. But I don't. I don't Okay. I'm and I'm also joking. But I know I you're sm- you- but no, I think you're smarter than me. I ain't yeah, that I think ass. so too. No, for sure. Because when you be texting me with those big words, I was like, I have no idea what that means. Um, but I'm kidding when I do say that. I don't take it as a joke. But I appreciate it though, because you make me better. Because you make me learn. Now I learn you new make words. Me better. I'm a move. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Um What's the next topic? So we're like two topics in. We're only two top. What have we talked about? Nothing. A whole bunch of nothing. Okay, was, so okay. let's wrap. Let's let's do a little. Let's recap. do a summation. Yeah, recap. Okay. Okay. So so far we've talked about therapy. Right. How important it is for therapy. And I think therapy is very important because there are a lot of trauma, untreated trauma that we don't realize that becomes subconscious and. When it goes untreated, it affects us in the future, and we don't even know. And then we want a better life, but then how when we haven't fixed the past? You know, love that. Okay. Um, and you, we also talked about daddy issues a little like bit. The same. Yeah. Okay. We talked about daddy issues, and then we talked about McDonald's loving black people and only wanting black people to eat their food because black people love chicken and watermelon. And can you not say that? Do you love it though? I, I do like okay, watermelon so then, and I do like go. chicken. but So right now, statistically, if we did a, a poll and it was just us two, it would be 100%. So. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so yeah, McDonald's be playing with us. And then we talked. We tried to have a conversation about friendship boundaries, but, boundaries, yeah. but we don't agree. Correct, you think yeah. that people can become friends yeah. after a failed attempt at a relationship. Like, that, like that ass, even like if Pearls got into a relationship... And she needed some relationship advice for me or like she just wanted somebody to cry, like a shoulder to cry on and stuff like that. I'd be there for her platonically. Okay. Yeah. I don't think Pearls is the best example for you. She's the best example. <laughs> she's the best part. Yeah. Um, I don't think she's the best example. And I really Damn, wish there was somebody who I particularly knew. Um like i don't know like a, even if I, if there was like a um a pop culture reference i could use um i there probably is one is it who um like maybe, jada, jada picking and tupac nah no 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 because he died um yeah but like it was like they were really good yeah but okay did have do you watch yeah. sorry do you watch grownish no i feel like hmm okay so maybe no yeah there if if anybody can think of some examples of people who pretended to be friends or not even pretended to be friends but one person wanted to get with the other it didn't work out they stayed friends and then they ended up getting together anyway like later on 
maybe that's not also what i'm talking about right, yeah um am i i i know what i mean yeah but it, it, I just it's hard to put it into yeah, words it's but i difficult. know exactly what i mean i think what my point of bringing it up is i think it's a dangerous territory because i think essentially it ends in multiple ways usually those people end up getting together anyway mm-hmm. or one person even though one person exists in the friendship, there is still a portion of them that desires that relationship. But there's the boundaries. But I, but I don't think it's healthy to have a friendship where one person desires the other and you have to set a boundary in order to not activate that full-fledged. I don't think that's a healthy friendship. I think it is. That's that's just me. Yeah. I, I, I think it's... And, and I'm not saying... Okay, maybe I shouldn't say I don't think it's a healthy friendship. I think it has the potential to be dangerous. Right. So, with that's, the, what, so that's why the boundaries... You can be great friends. Right. So that's why the boundaries are important. It could be... Anything can be unhealthy or healthy. You can have a healthy fear of somebody. You can have an unhealthy fear of somebody. So I think the boundaries is very important. And um, that was that. Uh-huh. All right. So actually, you were mm. talking about self-worth and self-confidence uh-huh. and a lot of things so uh-huh. i'm gonna go on a little of a little bit of a rant okay and then i'm gonna talk to you because i have self-confidence written here okay and you kind of segued into that so i was watching amanda seals interview today who's she amanda seal amanda seals is a she ha- she's a jack of all trades to be honest she's like a comedian she was on insecure um she was on the reel at one point. She Damn. used to be a rapper at one point. She did poetry at one point. She was a DJ at one point. She um she, and she's just been known to have really hot takes, like a not a, a lot of hot takes. She's like a you probably wouldn't get along with her because she's like pro black, and I know you're anti black. It's not that I'm anti black. It's. Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't even know. I don't even know how to say it. It's you're anti-black. Bl- it's the black people who are racist against you're other races. You're anti-black. Races. I don't know. You're anti-black. Really? You're anti-black. Yes. I mean, if you categorize Matt, that then yeah. Like, okay. Okay. So anyway, Amanda Seals did an interview with Jason. She Lee. don't even look black. See, that's how anti-black you are. You make comments like that. She absolutely looks black. She's light skin, but she looks black. Cut it out. Probably mixed. She's not mixed. No. (sighs) It's the anti-blackness pouring through. Anyway. And and black people are not monolithic, Ricardo. Black people come in all shapes and sizes. You know there are people who are fully black that look just like your daughters. What is what is Mount Mortis? Grenada. It's an island. Island in the west, oh shit, western the Caribbean Sea. Yeah, she's probably like not too far from where your parents are from. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. So, um, she did an episode, and I feel like watching her and her interview. Mm. I I usually I have hot and cold feelings about her. Okay. Because I feel like sometimes her delivery is very brash, and I just feel like. Sometimes she cares about being the first one to say something before she cares about thoroughly thinking about something. Uh, she She's known for hot takes and she's usually right. But I think sometimes she gets in trouble because she's always in a rush to say some shit. Okay. And it's like, bro. Anyway, um, 
I really enjoyed her interview. She okay. also has like a master's in African American studies and like she's just very knowledgeable. Okay. Like I always say I love vocabulary. Mm-hmm. I love people who have a hefty vocabulary and they can teach me something when I'm listening to them. Like me talking to you. Of course. Okay. Um and I just think that for I felt very seen in her interview. I don't know why I felt like I could relate to so many things she was talking about and in particular, I was really enamored by her self-confidence. Like, mm. I think that it's so important, especially in the field she works in, which is Hollywood. Right. It's very important to know your self-worth. Worth, yes. Um, because if you don't, um, shit could get tricky. Yeah, for um, sure. And I think that, like, for most of my life, I've wrestled with my self-worth, um, not for most of my life, but there were certain stages in my life where I really wrestled with my self-worth. And that was based on a, a ton of things. I can understand. Um, yeah. So where would you rate your self-worth? You kept saying, you know, Ten. myself. Okay. So you, you're, do you consider self-worth and self-confidence to be the same? Yes. And yours is at a 10. Yes. Okay. 10 yeah i'm not quite there yet yeah it's hard yeah i'm probably like at an 8.5 9 that's still pretty high yeah you sure yeah Mm. why do you say "Mm?" because sometimes when we like have conversations and stuff like that offline i really feel like maybe it's like at a six and a half you know tell want, me why i mean i want to bring up personal conversations like situations oh, okay right what but, but what conversations have i had like, i don't want you to don't. I'm, not, I'm not i'm not going to come out i'm not oh, going okay. to but it's like you know like situations like when we all have hung out and like something happened and then like your demeanor of something and then you allowed it later on to continue i'm on. gonna ask you for this offline uh, offline because yeah. i don't know what you're talking about oh, okay but yeah you know i think at the end of the day it's just like when you get mad at somebody because they don't look at you the way that you look at yourself then i feel like you lack self-confidence when you get mad at somebody because they don't look at you the way you look at yourself right you lack self so so i guess like you can't get mad like if Pearls was like, yo, you ugly. All right, cool, no problem. See you later. If you think that that means that you have self-worth. No, I mean, that, 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 that was just something at a, uh, at a okay. level, right? Because some people will get mad. And then, you know, like, like for example, like when niggas cat call, right? They're like, hey, yo, ma, what's up? Let me talk to you and stuff like that. Oh, they don't want to talk? Ah, fuck you, bitch, and blah, 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 blah. Like, so what are the, what are the, what are the uh, sections that constitute to your self-worth? Because I think we might even have two different definitions for self-worth that could be true also too. so tell me the compartments that that come together to form self-worth for you not even gonna lie i don't even know how to break that down in words um so you're walking in your truth i just like i think it's like realistic expectations like i know me and i know what i can and cannot do and what i can and cannot get right like i know my education level and i know I'm not be, I'm not a doctor. Mm-hmm. I'm I don't have that type of education. I don't have the patience to be a doctor. I don't have the patience to be a um 
a lawyer. I love arguing and stuff like that, but to do the education, I won't do it, right? So, like, I'm okay to say, like, okay, you know what? I suck. Like, when I wanted to do, when I was being a professional MMA fighter, like, I got best friends who are, like, in the UFC or who are in the one championship, and, like, we train together. I feel like I'm better than them, but then I understand where I fucked up that. So, like, I don't say, like, oh, the system is rigged or something like that. I know what I did wrong because it kind of falls into self-accountability. So, um... To put it in words, I really don't know how to put it in words, but I know what I'm capable of doing. And it's just like, I say like I'm addicted to failure, mm-hmm. right? Because I know I'll try. Most likely, I probably won't be good at it because I have other underlining issues, which is drugs, alcohol, um, partner situations and stuff like that. Because those things affect you when you want to get like a career or something. Like right. When you want to like do an <clears throat> NFL or you want to do something at like the professional level where you like you're on TV and stuff like that, you got to make sure your back end is good. Okay, so this isn't a slight to you. Mm-hmm. No, it's or, okay. Or it's not even in response to what you just said about me. I find, once again, that I I feel like listening to you, I feel like your self-worth is rooted in determination. Mm-hmm. It's rooted in knowledge of self. Okay. And it's rooted in not being afraid to fail. Mm. Those are not personally, to me, okay. qualities that... Uh, constitutes a one's self-worth I can, I can accept that so and and let me finish sorry so and and once again this is not a rebuttal because you said you think my self-worth is six and a half whatever you feel like <laughs> is whatever i personally think your self-worth is probably at a two whoa and, and i i think that a lot of how you feel about yourself uh-huh. is fluff i i don't think i don't hmm. think it's fake i think it's cushion I think mm-hmm. it's cushion for maybe all the other traumatic things you've experienced. Mm-hmm. So you you focus on things that you can't that are quantitative because you don't care about quality because I don't know what your history is with mm-hmm. quality, mm-hmm. but I find that you don't really you don't care for it. I think that you care for measurable results. What am I doing? What can I accomplish? Ah, what can I do? Right. So that's why it does. That's why pearls is one of three. That's why <laughs> you're a passport boy. Okay. That's why you have landlord issues. Uh-huh. That's why. And I'm not even trying to be funny. No, Ricardo. but I can respect. Yeah, I can respect your I, opinion. That's why there are certain areas yeah. where. You are on top of your game. Right. And and that to me, that is even why you can accept certain things that you feel make you a stronger person. Like if she says, I'm not the cutest guy, I don't care. I don't that don't matter to me. Like even just those ideas to me, mm. in my mind, mm-hmm. from my perspective, mm-hmm. are a lack of self-worth. Mm. I give my personal self a 8.5 because the compartments of my self-worth are rooted in a lot of things. One at the top of the spectrum is my relationship with God. I feel like that is the foundation on which I stand on. Mm -hmm. So at minimum, God give me like, I I don't even know how many points to say, Mm -hmm. but I feel like that's a lot of who I am. I really hope and pray that like, even in my imperfect state, Mm -hmm. that the light of God the light of goodness shines through me when I deal with people. So I think that that makes a lot of my self-worth. I think that Mm -hmm. 
not necessarily my outward education, mm -hmm. but just my ability to want to learn and mm -hmm. to humble myself also has some additions to mm -hmm. my self-worth. Mm -hmm. I think that how I see myself, um, because I struggled with like, um, just like knowing who I was, you know what I'm saying? Like not comparing my looks to others and things of like that. When I was younger a lot, just, I don't want to say realizing I'm beautiful because I've always thought that I was beautiful. I just feel like there were some triggers there that like affected, um, when I felt that or when I didn't feel that. Mm -hmm. And then I think I lose points when it comes to my love life. Okay. That's probably why I rated myself like an 8.5 because I feel like that is one area where I don't always walk in my self-worth okay. all the time. Like that's an area where I'll be, I, I, I try to see the good in other people or whatever the case may be. Um, I just let certain things slide that I shouldn't. And then, of course, I ain't perfect. So that's I, why I talked I, about I, I the lose, situation. I lose points in there as well. So I just feel like um, I just feel like that's probably my self-worth. I'm trying to I'm trying to make sure I raise up when it comes to love relationships, like mostly more than anything. And then, of course, I need to become a better person all around. There's room for improvement. But I feel like that's what makes self-worth to me. Okay. That's what constitutes the self-worth. Who who you are in the Lord. Um, and that's, you know, you got to believe in the Lord to, to feel like that. You feel what I'm saying? Who you are in the Lord, how you treat other people, how you feel about yourself, and how you allow other people to treat you. And how you see yourself, period. So... You know, so I didn't really think about that because it sounds like you've already been thought about that. And I never really thought about that to put it into words. I really right? didn't. I just thought about it when you started responding. Oh, really? Yeah, because I just felt like none of your responses were really rooted in anything that had to do with worth and self. You, you know, just because you can you can do shit well and still have zero self-worth and all of your things sound like things that you do like like accomplishments that you are able to accomplish and that's where you find your self-worth in you know it's funny too that you'd even bring up the self-worth because talking to my therapist today right and then she asked me if do i know my purpose in life and then i told her no, I don't know my purpose in life. Mm -hmm. I'll find out when I die, right? Because like you, I believe in God and, and I believe in the universe and I believe whatever is going to happen will happen, whether it's positive or negative. I believe that people who are put in your life are here. You know, like for example, with my situation, um, I had zero, I guess, things in New Jersey to move up to New Jersey. Like I don't have no family in New Jersey, don't have no friends, didn't have a job, no nothing. I moved up to New Jersey to better my relationship or my marriage with the first one, right? And it didn't work out. But by taking that chance, I ended up with amazing friends. Shout out to Elise. That's one of the best ones I had to work. And like Elise's relationship to me is the most valuable relationships amongst 150 of them that I have because I worked for that relationship. Like this nigga hated me 
and I showed him my worth to the point we're like stepbrothers, like the movie stepbrothers, you know? So it's that I believe in God and I don't know what my purpose is, but I know that God gave me strength. God put me through the situations that I've been through and I've survived those situations mentally and physically and I'm still pushing strong and that I have a lot of friends who turn into family, a lot of best friends. I'm able to speak to a plethora, nice, right? A plethora, <laughs> a plethora of people. You know, like I can talk to almost anybody. I'm, I'm like a Renaissance man. Yeah, right. You are. And but I don't know how I became that. Right. So then I told her, I was like, I don't know what my purpose is, but I do know that God gave me strength for something, and I'll know my purpose when I'm on my deathbed because then that means, you know what? You've done your job. I, I hope you find out your purpose before you know, your death. I don't really care because I'm living in God's purpose. I'm living in God's You don't life. even know what it is. I don't know what it is, but guess what? I'm enjoying every day of it. Every day that God is giving me, I'm enjoying it and I'm taking it to the fullest. I'm doing the most. I think that it's important to, to feel like you feel. I think that you- But you're a servant to God. You don't need you, to know. You, 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 you are. Need, so you don't need to know what you do. Just follow God's. God gave you life. I don't need to know what my purpose I is. I think that you should be able to identify. I don't need to. You know why? This, blind faith. This is. Blind faith is cool. Yeah, that's what that's, I have. Well, you don't even have to. Blind faith is kind of like an oxymoron, right? Okay. Because that's but the definition. being an oxymoron is not bad. <laughs> Deadass is not bad. I can't even get a word out because <laughs> this guy's going to. Blind faith is an oxymoron statement because faith is blind. That's the whole definition of faith, right? Okay. Right? Right. Okay. So my point to you in mm. response to what you were saying is you said, you know, operating in God's gift. I think that's important. Yes. I do think that I think that identifying our specific gift is important to and and maybe your gift is that of a renaissance man right. but if it was not i think that it is very important to ask god to reveal your specific gift to you let me tell you my perspective okay. and why okay i think that in there you may be somebody who is able to once again be a renaissance man right there are people that try to walk in other people's gifts right that is dangerous right because that is not your calling because you're fake it's and not even fake i this i have this fight with my mother every day i think my i think my mom has wonderful callings on her life mm -hmm. i think that my mom has spiritual influences mm -hmm. like people who she reveres mm -hmm. who she tries to imitate okay and i don't think she's fake mm -hmm. i think that she imitates these people because she wants that to be her calling okay and me and my mom have this discussion all the time and she's like i'm not doing and i'm like mommy you are that girl when you operate in who you are uh-huh you i know you think that Next level to God is operating like you see how that person operates, mm -hmm. but be yourself and allow God to move through you. Mm -hmm. And and you have so many gifts. Everybody around you has told them, right. has told you them. You know what they are. You don't got to do this other thing to take you to a top tier universe. And But how do you know they don't have to? 
I'm okay. I don't know that. Exactly. However, I think that like you just said when you said fake and I said it wasn't fake. If if you want to call it fake and I don't want to call it fake, I think that there is something ingenuine that people can recognize when you walk in somebody else's and guess when what? you walk in somebody else's purpose because you can Ricardo, if you came to me, there are a lot of people that try to be like you. You mm-hmm. know why we fuck with you? Right. Because you're authentically you. Correct. There are some people who try to do and be who you want to be and they can't do that right, shit. Right, because they fake. No, it's it they could be fake or it's just not no, for them. But no, just be real. Like like dead ass, Alise was one hundred with me. The nigga let me know he didn't like me, right? And I was just like, all right, cool. I don't fuck with you either. And then, but then seeing Alise, I'm like, yo, you look like a cool person. You could be my friend. But the nigga didn't see it yet. But I already saw the vision. You know what I mean? But you're talking about a relationship with somebody. Right. And I'm talking about a calling. But we're all, it's a relationship when we deal with another person. Yeah, but I'm talking about a calling in your life, a purpose. I feel like I've been blessed with the gift of gab. Me too. Everybody don't have the gift of gab. But you know, the gift Everybody, of gab, you have to work on it. The but everybody is not blessed with it. And right. I think that it's important to know that. Right. I think that somebody who knows that ain't my forte, but I could do something else that she can't right. or whatever the case may be, not even in a competition way, but it, it, just because. But we need the fake to appreciate the real. This is also true, but. This is this is we got here because you said that you don't care to know your purpose. I don't care because I believe and, in God and I don't know why I go through things, but I know I go through things because we all go through things. Ricardo, right, that but, has nothing to do with your no, purpose. But, no, but listen, some people give up. Some people commit suicide. That has nothing to do no, with your that has purpose. Everything to do with the purpose. With your purpose. With yes, your specific purpose. Because it lets me know I'm stronger. With your purpose. Yes. You I don't. don't if you I, don't but, know what your purpose is, why are you saying it has anything to do with your purpose? Because my purpose is to continue on, and I don't know what my. I guess you know what it is. I don't know what my final purpose is. Is that? Oh no, no. Does that make sense? No. So, or maybe then I'm an oxymoron because I'm contradicting myself and. Yeah, but I think that my purpose and I think purpose is change. What I feel uh, now, I may not feel when I'm 40. I see now. Or what I'm I I I I'm I'm just saying yeah. because you could be wrong. You're right. You could be wrong. Right. I think at 34 years old, I think my purposes were always aligned. Yeah. I think that the routes that I've traveled were always to bring me to some destination right. i think my main purpose is to educate people and i, I yeah. don't know why i don't know how i never want and i don't mean in the sense of like being an educator right that's just one way i get there but my first route of school was communication but check this out sorry to cut you off okay right i never knew you before right i met you pearls and geraldine at the same time and it's funny you said that you're an educator because I enjoy learning. And then I fucks with you the heaviest. I didn't I didn't be like, oh, you know what? I'm gonna pick you because you're gonna be right. cool, right? You were just you. I don't know. 
But what? I know who I am. Correct. And then I know who I am. And then so we're like-minded people. And I can recognize like-minded people. And I can be like, damn, you know what? I'll invest heavily into this person because I fucks with you. You're not getting it. Uh, no, But it's okay. Because every time I try to have a conversation about purpose, you bring in relationship. But I think that's what it is. I do think... I think purpose leads and fosters great relationships but i do not think that they're one in the same they are i don't i guess what? i it, don't think they're one in the same how could you not have a purpose without nobody could you could you have a purpose in solitary confinement whoa whoa hit up could you have what a did i say first though i ain't gonna lie i don't remember i said purpose has something to do with relationship but i said i don't think they're the one in the same uh, but i think so the, you this is this is this this is don't confuse me okay because you you're a mental manipulator okay and you try to get me off track and i never said that they were i think it, even when i play this back i'm gonna hear myself say that yes, purpose is related to relationship. Okay. I said that they are not one in the same. I, just, so I don't know what one in the same means. One in the same means that they are they they are the same exact thing, which is what you are low key oh, trying shit, really? to prove. Yes. So I don't think that purpose purpose yeah you need to purpose helps you build relationship. It, it's it, but I don't I think your purpose is a clear defined. It's what it's the definition is. It's a clearly defined. Let's Google it. Track. What? what? Or. Go, oh, so I, while I'm talking, you'll Google it? Yes. Okay, cool. But, you know, like I said, I feel like you never you never know what your purpose is. Because remember, you said your purpose changes, right? I so, said it could change. It could change. So, right? So then maybe you had this purpose in 2022. Then your purpose in 2023 changes. For me, my purpose never changes. My purpose is just to enjoy life to the fullest. Okay. And then to communicate and to learn as much as possible and to travel as much as possible also too and then to teach this experience with to my kids go ahead a purpose is an abiding intention mm -hmm. to achieve a long-term goal that is both personally meaningful and makes a positive mark on the world for 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 if you're saying it, it goes with your definition. I, it it goes world. with mine. It says the world. Yeah, of course. World goes is on people. What are you talking about? The people make up the world. What are you talking about to make an impact on yes. the world? Did you not hear the beginning part of it? Yes, an personal. abiding intention to achieve a long-term goal that intentional, Mister International. <laughs> it is in. It is an intention. Okay. That's a heavy pause. Because I'm really trying to understand why you don't get this. You know, that's like communication. Like my purpose is to bring people together. Well, that's not my purpose. I'm just saying someone's purpose could be to bring people together. Maybe it's me. Someone else's purpose could be to foster healthy uh, climates between You wanted to say relationships. I did. Yeah. <laughs> 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 you don't want to let me be right <laughs> you're not i'm not 
what your, your point is not wrong i'm telling you that you need to find a purpose period i don't need to you don't need to god already but knows I'm my t- purpose well duh he knows all of our purposes so let me ride I think that it'll be healthy for you because this is why, and this is where we'll stop because we're an hour and a half in. Oh, we are? Gangsta. But what I will say is that I think that it's important to know back to your self-worth. Okay. I think that it's important to know your purpose because... That's crazy. You really think I'm at a two? Yeah, because when you start moving with with your purpose in mind... You almost call me Sting. No, 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 no. Oh. When you start moving with your purpose in mind, I think that things that distract you or things that don't align with that purpose become less desirable. And I think that as we start to understand our purpose more clearly mm. and really get in tune with it, anything that is of opposition to mm-hmm. that goal, mm-hmm. anything that is not mm-hmm. on root mm-hmm. you will learn mm-hmm. to identify it mm-hmm. and move left okay when you think your purpose is as wide as this yeah any and this everything is open goes up your hood. okay but you know everything and anything goes which is why you all over the goddamn place which you're right and i was talking another thing with my therapist and i, I ended like and i'm all over the place too even though i feel like i know my purpose i'm still getting clues but i wanted to add that go ahead with my therapist also too you know i told because we were talking about like the purpose of life and everything and i was like i told her i was like i believe that there's somebody out there for you now the challenge is will you find him within that time limit that you have Hmm. we don't know that time limit so maybe you're right and there are some people who identify their purposes and they're able to hone in on those purposes and let's just call them those celebrities because yeah. they know their purpose and that's where they're at that a level because they know yeah. like sometimes i'd be listening to rappers i was like bro i can fucking rap too but <laughs> i don't care to rap but they know their purpose and i listen to their music right so you're right in that sense to where if you hone in onto your purpose then okay cool you can focus on it and you can go to yeah. the next level but then there are some people who don't even care and I, for me i don't think i'd even you care about care. it yeah I, i'm like a renaissance man a nomad man that's what i like to be like i I just like to be free lauren london did this interview with Mm. angie martinez and i remember one of her last comments was i don't want to miss my mark and you should i'm gonna send you the interview because i think you should watch the whole thing but she said i don't want to miss my mark and that's why i think i'm so passionate about self-worth and Mm -hmm. purpose Mm -hmm. because i even your self-worth like Mm. i know where my points is deducted at but i think it's important because i think that little ash we're never going to be perfect right but little things like that 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 to me little things that set you off course push you further away from your mark and God is a sovereign God, so I feel like he will use any and everything. Right. Even the crappy stuff, the detours, he the will negativity. bring it. The negativity, he will use it so that one, even though, you know, if he has something for you, it's going to be for you. But I do feel like our actions make or break or extend the destination like the mm-hmm. journey right and, and when it doesn't need to right. sometimes um and that's just it like i don't want to miss my mark so maybe god has more than one purpose right. for me 
But I know that one of my top tier purposes at this point is to educate and to communicate truths, especially like telling the truth is extremely important to me. And I know like in terms of conversation, that's Mm -hmm. not what I mean. But like my passion is education and making sure that all students have um, adequate resources Mm -hmm, in mm -hmm, order mm -hmm. to Mm -hmm. succeed, Mm -hmm. no matter what city they come from. I don't think that an urban environment should constitute to a reduced learning experience. Right. So that is something that I want to advocate for in my future in whatever realm. Mm-hmm. So that's why I think it's very important that I tell the truth. Yes. And it's what I seek to do on my platform. Mm-hmm. It's what I seek to do with my friendships and et cetera, et cetera. But anyway. But that's why I appreciate you. You know, yeah. and that's why I gravitate you. Just like, like I said, you said, you feel like one of your purposes is to be an educator and I love learning. That's like I said, that's why I gravitate towards you. Yeah. Cause I love to learn. Okay. Well, me and Ricardo have talked a lot. I've talked a lot. <laughs> nah, you were ag- aggressive a lot. Like, can you say that? that? Was I aggressive? Yeah. Boy, you came in hot. I'm coming in hot. You know, mm-hmm. Hey, mm-hmm. I went to my therapist. Remember I told you I had a mental breakdown and then I went to my therapist and then normally I'm like cheerful and stuff like that. And when I came in, I was just like, hey, I'm just, I'm just let you know, we're going dark. Right. And I'm not going to say what she told me. But then after the session, she's just like, I thought we was going in dark. I was like, that's not dark. So then I was just like, damn, what is dark? And then when she told me what was dark, I was like, oh, shit. Okay, mm. fine. It's not dark. I was like, I'm coming in red. And I was, you know, nah, I was like, you know what? I'm just going to say I'm coming in hot. Okay. Yeah. Because, you know, they always say like comparison is like the killer of joy. It but is. I think it's only the killer of joy when you say, why them and not me? But if you use them as a metric to see what it takes to get there, I think that's okay. But then that's not a comparison. That's- but it is comparison. I'm using you and like, damn, you made it there. So... I'm comparing your work ethic to my work ethic and to try and to find the dis- discrepancy. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, damn, you know what? That's why you're up there because I'm not waking up. I am all out of arguments. Okay. So that you're right. Because off of the banana boat. <laughs> the, the banana boat. Is that your response to my African accent? Yeah. Wow. A Jamaican accent? Yeah, I got it from Parappa the Rapper. Okay. Do you right. play that game? No. No. But thank you guys no, so you. much for listening to the This Is 30 podcast. I have a last one thing. Sure. What, what if you turn 40? What is it going to be This Is 30? No, I may this not is even 41? I may not even be doing the podcast anymore or it may I might have a new podcast. Oh, that would be cool. Yeah. Can we be like a co-host? Oh, no, Can not, you be like yeah. a co-host? Maybe. Right? But I'm I'm Bef- I, I have to tell you something. Okay, cool. So anyway, you guys be well. Thank be you for safe. listening. Don't forget to tell a friend to tell a friend and I a mama and a cousin and uh, a daddy to listen to this study podcast. Sure. Don't forget to tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend that Ricardo's the best. I know that's <laughs> right. <laughs> tell them to listen to the This is 30 podcast. Like, share, subscribe. It's on all social media, social platforms, social platforms. All DSPs is what I meant to say. Huh? What does DSP mean? Digital service streaming platform. Damn. Yeah. So all DSPs. Thank you guys for listening. Peace.